Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Perfect. Let's do a little mic test, Arjun and Nick. I can hear you well. Fantastic. So let's get started since everybody's joining already and we have the both of you mic tested. So the drivers of DeFi on near with Orderly and Here Wallet. Welcome everybody to the audience and to both our speakers. I am going to let our speaker from Orderly start first to introduce yourself. Obviously, uh, important, we're not doing any token shilling. This is not a financial advice Twitter space. This is a discussion, a dialogue, informative and educative content on our three products and what's on the roadmap for everybody. So Arjun, the floor is yours. Hey, morning, everyone. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for thank you for having us. As always, always appreciate our friends uh, from Ref Finance. Uh, in terms of an introduction, uh, I'm Arjun Arora. I'm COO over at Orderly Network. Um, probably the most of you most of you are familiar with us, um, but if you're not, uh, a sort of tagline for us is uh, Orderly Network is an omni-chain trading infrastructure unifying liquidity across multiple blockchains, supporting builders in all ecosystems. Fantastic. Thank you, Arjun, for your introduction. Let's move to Nick. Hello, everyone. Uh, yep. Uh, also, thanks from here wallet side. I uh, appreciate you having us on the call. And um, yeah, so I'm Nick. I'm founder of uh, here wallet and I'm also responsible for all of the designs that you see uh, on our Twitter space, on our Twitter, uh, in our app, on our website, etc. cetera. Uh, and yeah, I'm really happy to be on this. Uh, Twitter space, and I think let's dive into the discussion. Perfect. Thank you both for your, intro your introduction. And for the rest of the audience, I am Fove from uh, Ref Finance. I lead marketing. So let's deep dive a little bit on why we're all gathered here today. Obviously, we know, and a lot of you know this, but for all that don't, we are working all three projects together for one big campaign, which is a trading campaign to promote perpetual features on refinance, which is powered by Orderly with a, a leaderboard that soon will be accessible through Here Wallet app for Here's users specifically. A little bit of a DeFi Lego play, we can say. But yet, we're talking about powering apps with Orderly and also about best UIs for our user interactions, which here while it's a great example of. But where does all of this lead us towards to? We're looking at how we can better a DeFi environment, which all in all requires liquidity movements, which is what all three of us projects work on here at NIR, but also with what other ecosystems can provide. So with Orderly and HereWallet here, we are our ecosystem projects and users are given better chance to access all that we've mentioned here. 
Let's start a little bit with Orderly's recent mass partnership announcements of the past two weeks. We've had Google Cloud, Optimism, Arbitrum, MoonPay, and many more, I'm sure. Arjun, could you tell us more about the strategy and long-term goal of such partnerships? Yeah, sure, without a doubt. So I probably start with uh, I probably start with our mission, right? In terms of what we're we're focused on. So the main mission that we're we're focused here at Orderly is empowering builders uh, with powerful trading tools and a liquidity network. Our holistic focus is access to all assets for all users across blockchains. So, of course, there's a large majority of users and builders across EVM environments, and and you mentioned Optimism and Arbitrum as some of the partnerships that we've announced. We had to expand to these networks to cater for this market alongside our existing orderly near offerings. So for the first tranche, you would have seen some of them already announced, um, a, a different EVM ecosystem. So Linear, Scroll, Arbitrum, Optimism, Avalanche, and Polygon. Um, just as we've done in the near ecosystem with extremely good success, uh, aligning orderly to partner with different layer ones and twos is absolutely essential to that mission. Um, so you would have seen a couple of different spotlight headings for from Arbitrum and Optimism in the last couple of weeks. They're very important to us. Uh, ensuring that we can continue to do this with other ecosystems as we go forward is is going to be really, really essential. And like I said, the partnerships aren't just uh, Twitter announcements. They're long-standing uh, networks that we create with these different partners to make sure that we can really sort of evangelize their ecosystems, evangelize their offerings, and make sure we can we can sort of meet the demand for what Orderly wants to be in the future. I would say the same goes for MoonPay and Google, which you also mentioned as well, Fove. Like, we aren't creating just trading infrastructure. We want to provide builders with a suite of tools that they can enable their users for easier onboarding and a more seamless experience, right? So we want to offer dApps, different builders, different DeFi protocols, everything that they need. So now with the partnerships, like as an example with MoonPay, our builders have VIP access to exclusive discounts as a fiat gateway. Um, Google are going to be featuring Audley in, in its GCP marketplace, allowing Audley to test different alpha Web3 products as well. All of these benefit the entire ecosystem. Um, for an example, like Ref Finance is a clear piece. We, we can now cater for the EVM community. They have access to fiat on ramps. They have access to Google's infrastructure as well. So a lot of the partnerships that we're trying to push towards is making sure we can create this, create this Rolodex or this database of, of partners that, you know, best practice of what a great user experience is for their DeFi app. Thank you for this, Arjun. I think you've answered as well the what is leverage and gained. It's the growth and evangelization of these ecosystems. How do we better liquidity movements throughout uh, the dApps for the users? So following on from the above, from what you just told us, Arjun, what are the greatest challenges in cross-chain DeFi environment today, would you say? I think it. I think it comes back into my my first answer. I think it's um, user experience and onboarding. And I, I would reference this is a this is a great part of how we can partner with with the likes of Refinance and with the here as well. Some of the biggest challenges across uh, across crypto uh, or across I guess across DeFi trading have been user experience onboarding then it's infrastructure, then it's liquidity. One of the main things that the orderly focuses on is those last two, seamless infrastructure for builders to build upon and a, an extremely strong liquidity in our order book. 
what we can do with our other partners, again, like Here Wallet, who have an absolutely exceptional uh, onboarding experience for users, is, is partner with these different type of protocols to make sure that we can tick all three of those boxes and really drive DeFi adoption. If if one of those three things are missing, it becomes very, very difficult for users to onboard and, and use DeFi. And bringing everyone together as one sort of holistic environment is how we actually take that next wave of what DeFi is. And, it, and if that even means bringing less crypto web three savvy people into the into the market bringing traditional finance into the market all of these th three things we're trying to solve for and and that's the importance of these type of partnerships in my opinion absolutely couldn't have said it better i'd like to reiterate this question actually to you nick from here wallet about what do you see are the greatest challenges in crossing DeFi environment in your perspective sure yeah, sure. Uh, I, well, first of all, I totally agree for everything that uh, that uh, has been said above. And from our side, uh, I'd like to add that I guess the most challenging thing for uh, cross-chain DeFi is to, you know, to hide under the hood everything that's happened uh, that's happening on the blockchain. And for example, everyone who trades on Binance, they uh, starts to use order order book DAX, uh, and they, you know. Um, they don't need to think about uh, what network to use or what are the commissions or uh, what network do they need to withdraw or top up. So um, our vision is that the first step is to, as Arjun mentioned, uh, to give users uh, the same user experience as on the uh, big centralized exchanges uh, but at the same time, we need to tell the users that everything is decentralized and very safe. Uh, that's, uh, I think, uh, the most important thing. And that's, uh, as I mentioned, uh, this is our first step. Uh, apart from that, uh, it's very important to give the good liquidity and the good speed for, uh, you know, for the comfort use of the uh, and for the comfort trading. And I think right now there's no problems with that. Uh, thanks uh, to, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for your answer, Nick. I'm kind of curious about what are your perspectives and I leave this question open to the both of you to answer it or either one of you who'd like to take it about, we talk about the importance of decentralization, but how do we mix well decentralization with also safety, which is a big question these days. either one of you who wants to take it. Well, I can go. So it's not just, um, it's not just about safety from a technical perspective. It's about the, the user themselves feeling safe. And I think to, to Nick's point, when we're talking about onboarding, we're talking about how users can, can trade on DeFi, but in an ecosystem that is familiar to them. So whether it's um, a traditional finance banking app or a website like a, a PayPal or a Venmo or, or these different sort of neobank offerings. These are very, very familiar to Web2 users. In order for them to, to feel safe to be able to use it, the experience has to, has to mimic that, right? Um, they have to know and feel what they're doing. They don't have to necessarily have to, you know, write their seed phrase down or, or have a bunch of technical requirements to be able to use DeFi. And I think if we, if we truly want to see that transition, the onboarding from Web 2 to Web 3 has to be as if it mimics what a Web 2 uh, user feels. I would definitely say as well not to not to show another product, but 
the onboarding experience within near i would say has been difficult at times over the last coming years and that's rapidly changed over time and protocols like here and i use here my, my personal preference i use here as my personal wallet um you can get everything set up in about 10 15 seconds it's so easy it's so seamless it feels like a web 2 offering um and that makes me feel safe I don't know what's happening on the on the back end on the tech side of things, but I definitely feel safe using Here Wallet because it is a an, a look and feel that I'm used to. Um, and like I said, if we want to truly take DeFi, like DeFi volumes are a drop in the ocean compared to traditional finance or stock trading apps or banking apps. If we really want to take DeFi to the next level, it is DApps like Here that can that can support a very seamless integrated user experience and hide all the complexity behind uh, behind good tech that makes users feel safe. I don't think I could have answered it better than you just did. <laughs> Agreed. It's, it's something that I've heard for many years uh, in crypto. The fact of you want to you want to be decentralized, but you want it. You want the user to feel like it's utilizing any other app, and basically the user shouldn't know it's using crypto or blockchain. It should be seamless onboarding. Nick, as a designer perspective, do you have a a different point of view on this, or to add? Uh, actually, nothing to add here. The importance of the onboarding is very high and uh, we are trying everything that we can to uh, you know to achieve the smoothest onboarding for our users because one of our goals was to and is to onboard users from web 2 to the web 3 uh, in, in how is it possible uh, well in, in terms of how, uh, how can we manage this uh, on the ecosystem uh, but also what I would like to add is that if we are talking about the safety uh, for the users, it's important to understand that they need to uh, they need to understand that they own their assets when they are using decentralized solutions. Uh, so, uh, if we're comparing uh, decentralized solutions to, um, for example, the exchanges, uh, we we can say that on the exchanges, your private uh, your private key is not stored on the device, whereas uh, in here world, for example. Uh, the private the key stored in the keychain safely on the device and no one has access to it. So everyone knows that if it's not your private key, it's not your key. So uh, yeah, to feel safe, it's just better to, to use uh, uh, yeah uncustodial wallets or even if we are talking a little hat, uh, what we are going to introduce uh, soon in the here wallet, uh, we can talk about cold wallets. Thank you, Nick. I'm going to hold you here because we've talked about the importance of making a user feel safe. And a big part of it is, as the both of you have well mentioned, is the a strong UI. And this is where I'd like to focus a little bit on here, Wallet. We hear so much about the importance of a strong UI in Web3, yet we hear as much on the other side of it of how difficult it is to still onboard new users. Here, Wallet, I mean, I use you as well as my personal wallet and one of my personal wallets. And you've made it such a friendly, smooth and safe UI for the audience. It's quite impressive to this day when we compare with the numerous amount of wallets out there. How would you work 
how do you work on this usability strategy? What was the strategy to make your users safe and keep on building and having such an exponential growth in the past year on your product? Can you tell us a little bit more? Sure. Uh, I, actually, I can tell you a lot about that and uh, the hour won't be enough, but I'll try to wrap it up um, quickly. Uh, I'd say that when we have started to work on the Here Wallet, uh, we understood that we want to make user-focused interface. And to make a user-focused interface, we, you need to collaborate with users. So uh, what we do uh, internally is that, for example, we uh, have internal groups with uh, testers who test their apps, who, who test our app, who give us feedback. And this is like a constant feedback. It's not just you know when we go and make some interviews and get some feedback and then implement it, but it's uh, the group of people, uh, actually, there are right now there are 40 of them who give us constant feedback. And I, every time I wake up, I see like 500 messages and I'm like, whoa, I need to dive into this and to see how can we improve the interface. Uh, also, we receive a lot of feedback from our users who contact support, which is also very important. So um, we, manage, we tried to mm, let users contact support in the easiest way as possible. So we have we have support in Discord, we have support in Telegram. So whenever you're, and, and we try to answer all of the uh, comments that we have on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, and there, there's a lot of feedback there. Uh, right now there are two people working in the support and uh, there are a lot of people who are texting us who are not just, you know, reporting back, but also suggesting a lot of uh, interesting things. Uh, another important thing to, to know is that, I've, as, as I mentioned, uh, interviews with the users, uh, well, getting feedback is good, but also we need to interview the users in the appropriate way to get the best results. Also, we can apply some, sometimes we apply, uh, I forgot the word, uh, sometimes we, um, Give me a sec. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, sometimes we make some polls to or make some surveys uh, to get some interesting data. And another important thing. So uh, let me wrap it up a little, a little bit. So first of all, a group of test users, uh, an easy access to the support, uh, then some service and tools to, with the users to get some data. And I'd say the fourth thing that is important, is, that is very important, is to work with the metrics to see where users struggle, where they have problems, uh, and to see how can we improve this. Uh, we've done this a lot. We saw, in the we saw in the metrics that there were problems in some specific areas, and we really wanted to improve this experience. And I'd say the last one, the fifth one here, would be uh, to use the latest technology, I'd say, and to uh, and always explore some new options. How can we improve? How can we make uh, swaps, for example, faster? Uh, or how can we let users not to wait until the swap is completed, for example, and when they can try to make another swap? Uh, something like this. Uh, I'd say that would be my answer to this question. Thank you so much, Nick. So. I mean, you've demonstrated quite a, a, a holistic and concise um, feedback, 
loop to your builders and to your users to be able to keep on building. So basically, it's how does one project perform their best feedback loops uh, as a continuous effort and not just as a one-off. So, you know, congrats on building a very strong wallet. There's another question that I have for you and we'll drive you back in orderly in shorts is, so I, there was something I was looking about because, you know, refinance, we obviously have the liquidity pools, the farms, the swapping options, the staking, all of that. And I was deep diving a little bit on what you do. Uh, you have an option on here wallet is uh, the difference between the Binance staking and their here wallet staking options. Not about what are the percentages, percentages, this is not the question, but it's more about what is the difference in the technicality of staking between uh, yours and Binance's, which will lead us into more liquidity, liquidity talks after. Uh, okay, I, I'd say the most important thing here is ACD, uh, because as we know what uh, what happened before with the exchanges. Uh, but uh, yeah, to answer this question, um, uh, yeah, yeah, give me a sec. Um, no worries. We can come back to it afterwards as well, if you'd like. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry for that. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, we all know that uh, on the, it's not the best option to hold all, all of the crypto on the uh, centralized exchanges. Uh, and well, the same goes to the, as I mentioned in the, in the beginning, the same goes to the safety of staking on the centralized exchanges because uh, the exchange can close and uh, your money will be gone. So the, I'd say the main difference is that uh, when you're staking in here wallet, it's just, it's just safer uh, because we are using our own smart contract that has been audited, audited by other SAC and uh, that is safe. Uh, and um, also, uh, it's good to, uh, you know, uh, it's better to use, uh, when, when it comes to Binance, for example, or any other exchange, it's better to use it uh, for, uh, for its purpose, uh, for, uh, you know, just to uh, trade there. But uh, what I also can say here is uh, it's better to move to on-chain products such as orderly and draft, uh, instead of using uh, trading on uh, any uh, any exchanges. If you're talking about some of the numbers, uh, right now you can stake near on Binance uh, 4.47% with the lock of 30 days. Uh, you, you get 5 and 6%, uh, but if you want to get like 9% like we have uh, in our wallet or in new network, you will need to uh, lock your uh, near for 120 days. Uh, whereas in our wallet, we have liquid staking, which allows users to use their near anytime and they get the best percent uh, that 
they, yeah. they can in the near ecosystem. Thank you, Nick, for that. Yeah, talking about near, exactly. This is where I want to bring the, the conversation back a little bit. So we talk about staking, we talk about liquidity, and obviously I want to talk about trading to a certain extent. I'm sorry to everybody that's here. You're going to hear me for weeks on end about this trading competition that we're doing with Orderly and obviously here Wallet and other partners. But hey, got to roll with it, right? But in all seriousness, Orderly, Arjun, I'd like to ask you, and after you, Nick, as well, is <clears throat> with this trading competition that we're doing together, Orderly and Refinance, and here supporting us, what are we really trying to achieve for the near ecosystem doing this joint campaign? What is it in your perspective? It's a good question. So I think it covers a, 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 a very, very wide range of pieces, right? Like I think the, the big focus is, the big focus here is ensuring that we can bring a lot of awareness uh, to the near ecosystem. I think there are some, especially when we talk about central limit order book trading and trading perpetual futures, um, there needs to be an extreme level of performance. Um, and that performance doesn't exist on that many chains. So showcasing the power, the scalability, the throughput and efficiency of, of the near blockchain is one of the most important pieces to us. Um, showcasing the orderly first and foremost can create these building blocks to allow partners such as ref finance to access uh, this liquidity and this performance is the next piece and the final piece on top of that is showcasing the the usability for users is the ability to go and uh, the, the ability to go and use these products is very very seamless you can onboard into here you can connect your wallet to ref finance and you have access to all of this performant liquidity on top of orderly that's powered by near and I really think bringing all of these pieces together showcases the importance of, of, of what we can do in the near ecosystem. And you don't see that typically across that many chains right now. So it showcases innovation, it showcases liquidity. And I really think it's something that we can we can put the, the best use cases of what the near blockchain does and showcase it to, across a couple of months to a huge, huge audience. And the hope for us is that, that we can really put near on a stage and all of the different product partners on that stage and showcase to the rest of the DeFi participants that, you know, we're here and we're very serious about what we're doing. And there's a great use case for, for leveraging the near ecosystem. Thank you, Arjun. We agree on all of the points about how we want to make it, um, how we're developing this, how I like to call it this DeFi Lego one and one in the other, all, all built on near powered by one another can't make it stronger and also breeds user trust and nick you as well if you could tell us a bit about what we're really what you at here are trying to achieve for the near ecosystem or what you believe is needed for this growth yeah uh our goal is we just want to uh we just want to make new york system more active and uh, create something that has never been done before and I'm 100% sure that we are going to achieve this, and we can uh, uh, we can attract more people uh, with the great products and unique ideas. And then basically, uh, what, what Arjun uh, talked about, uh, this is what we are trying to achieve, and I think that we are doing this really well. And uh, I'm 100% sure that um, we'll make a great product together. 
Thank you. So <clears throat> bringing back to you, Arjun, uh, an orderly, I'd like, a little, I'd like to know if you have any alpha you can share about what's next for orderly and any words of advice for our builders here. Sure, sure, of course. So I wouldn't say it's really, really alpha at this point, given the content of, of this space. But most importantly, as, as you guys know, we have the trading competition coming up. It's taken a huge amount of work. I think the, the big phrase that we have in the, in the near ecosystem is um, rising tides raise all ships. And um, it's a big focus for us as we're all coming together to, to drive um, volume and activity in the near ecosystem. Um, so we have the trading coming uh, competition coming up. Uh, everybody across all departments within Orderly, Ref, and here are working super, super hard to make sure that we can execute and deliver upon it. I personally think it's going to be one of the, if not the biggest uh, ecosystem um, and DeFi trading uh, competitions that we've seen in crypto, let alone in near. And we're super excited to see that. And and hopefully this is a turning point when we t we talk about sort of users coming into you know, testing out DeFi, but also DeFi OGs. Um, in my opinion, it's just a warm up of what's coming um, into the near ecosystem. As for Alpha for the rest of Orderly, um, we've had a really, really, really busy two uh, last couple of weeks. I feel a lot of empathy for our our marketing teams who are working around the clock um, on all of these partnerships and, and different activities to drive adoption. Um, from us, you'll see more integrations from centralized exchanges, wallets, aggregators, more ecosystem partners, um, and again, like our, our entire vision, like giving access to all assets for all users. Um, lots of more exciting things to come in the coming weeks, that's for sure. So, you know, put us on notifications and, you, and you'll see a lot of different things coming up. Fantastic. Thank you, Arjun. And to everybody, please keep track of Orderly's Twitter because they're very active in the space. <laughs> and Nick, about your wallet any alpha and words of advice sure uh well uh, alpha from our side is that uh first of all we are going to mark the tokens that uh are available on our jewelry to swap so there will be an option once you'll try to swap you can filter the tokens uh so you can swap um on early uh also uh we are working on the analytics inside uh the wallet so we can track all of your trades uh inside uh your wallet and uh make sure what's uh what ha what's happening with your assets uh soon we are going to add hardware wallet support i'm saying wallets not just ledger because there will be some updates there uh and also we are looking into the cashback for spots uh there will be an announcement from our site uh that but i think these are uh the most important ones that we are going to make <clears throat> so uh yeah and we have lots of ideas but as i mentioned i think uh the ones i've mentioned are the uh, most important ones uh this uh follower uh, social uh platforms see some of the news some of the news and um yeah and piece of advice I'd say that you're, you're making a very good thing inside the New York system and I'm um, looking for, forward to uh, launch everything and uh, to see uh, how will it impact the New York system at all. But yeah, I think this is it. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. So we're done for today. And obviously, again, I want to remind everybody to prepare yourself for the big trading competition that is going to start in October. So very soon. We ha- And to keep track of Hair Wallets and Orderly's Twitter and obviously our own. But most first and foremost, let's uh, thank our speakers today, Arjun and Nick, for joining us. And I hope that everybody has a great day, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world, as we're all decentralized. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.